Welcome to this episode of the Connecting Faith to Life podcast. I'm Trey Rhodes, the Connections Pastor of Northwood Baptist Church here in North Charleston, South Carolina. In just a few moments, our lead pastor, Dr. Tommy Metter, will be joining the conversation as well. In our crazy and chaotic world, our hope is that these few minutes will help you stop and reflect on your relationship with Jesus as you learn to connect Christ-centered faith to your everyday life. This is episode 185 of the Connecting Faith to Life podcast, so welcome to it as you continue to uh, slodge through all that we've been through over these last few years, and appreciate you listening and appreciate uh, you being a part. Uh, it's great to go out there and encourage people, but I actually had one guy say, Pastor Tommy, you not going to believe this. He said, I didn't know about that. I don't believe that. <laughs> I said, bro. It's on everything, but anyway, he said, well, I'm going to have to start listening, so we'll see what he he thinks after that. There you go. Anyway, do the same thing. As you listen listen and want to share that information, you know, just let people know on a personal level, Twitter, Facebook, text them, call them, whatever it takes. Even in your Life Connection group, explain to them what it means to listen to Connecting Faith to Life. Well, Pastor, we uh, had a great session last week when we talked about kids, and we kind of heard a great, I thought, a very good spiritual impact, how we can have spiritual impact on our kids. And I appreciate everything you said. So it's kind of— Today it's your turn. Yeah, I was going to say, it's kind of on me today. It's on you. And I wish I could tell you that I was as spiritual as you are, but I'm not. (laughs) Pastor Pops, you are. Uh, But uh, You are who I want to be when I grow up. uh, (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, (laughs) I thought you wanted to be Alice. Yeah, she's Uh, a pretty inspirational lady. You were here with our annual meeting same night. We talked about one of our ladies who just uh, at 86 years old is just going hard for Jesus and just an inspiration to us all. And I do want to be like her when I grow up. She is a blessing. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we uh, this is much more, I guess, more, more practical. Yours was mo- much more biblically-based. Well, well, <laughs> uh, biblically what, what I did was is I actually texted my kids, and I talked to them and asked, is there anything that you would say about the way that m- your mom and I raised you? And uh, we had interesting, we had some interesting um, impact from uh, or c- comments from my, my daughter, my my son, especially Ivy, mm-hmm. uh, we did things like they had to read uh, the amount that they read. They got time on their video games. Well, that makes sense. So if they read an hour, they got an hour on yeah, video games. Yeah. Now, if they read the Bible, they got double. Oh, nice. So if they read the Bible for 30 minutes, they got an hour. So they, nice. they like to read the Bible. Well, but the interesting thing is now they like to read the Bible. So. <laughs> Do they like to read it then? No. <laughs> Did you get but a lot then, of pushback on that? Oh, we got pushback. Uh, Ivy's word was, uh, let's see if I could find that. He said, um, anyway, he just said that it was like a knife in his stomach every time <laughs> he had to read. Bible. <laughs> yeah. Not to read the Bible, but to read so that he could get video game yeah, time. But that's good, though. That's um, good. And what it was, is it was self-restricting. So, yeah. in other words, if they wanted to read two hours, they could do video games for two hours. Uh, but they just couldn't get on for eight hours just because they felt like that's it. Right, you know? That's so, right. That's right. Anyway, we didn't have all the restrictions, abilities that y'all have now where you could cut off. But anyway, it was things like that that they said. And Addie said, very interesting, uh, my oldest daughter, uh, she said that if she could have a book called The Road's Way and use it, she would. I said, well, wow. That's, that's really encouraging. That is a wow. So I, I guess said, you and your wife did a good job. Well, probably Kelly more than I. <laughs> Uh, you know, being a pastor is just, it's, it's, it's tough. difficult. It's tough to, to balance and, and, the family obligations oh. and the work obligations and the life obligations. I mean, everybody's pulled in a million different directions. I know that, but it seems like we as pastors, mm-hmm. uh, there's a, there's some 
um, different kinds of pools that, that make life a challenge sometimes. And so, yeah, being a pastor's kid is, is, is quite interesting. I, I wonder, we'll see. I feel like my kids got it pretty good. We'll see what they say when they get older about what it was like to be a pastor's yeah. kid. I yeah, don't know. It, it will be interesting. Uh, they will have good stories that yeah, you had no yeah. idea were going on. That's right. I that's right. I mean, that. I, yeah. I think about, um, you know, being a pastor's kid, and this isn't the topic for the day, but being a pastor's kid, it probably largely depends on the church they grow up in. Mm-hmm, I agree. And I feel like, you know, my kids are growing up in an excellent church, and they're loved on so much that I'm, I'm hoping uh, that when they're older, they're going to look back on their days as a pastor's kid and say, man, that was really, really cool and a blessing. So, But I think the church that you're in has a, a lot to do with that. So, And we're in a great church. So that yeah, helps. we are. And, and I always, uh, as a pastor, I wanted my church to be a church, especially when it comes to the kids' ministry and, and the student ministry. You know, I wanted that to be the kind of church that they would go to. That's if they right. Were That's a exactly church. right. That's so. exactly right. So here's what we did All last right. week. Last week, what we did is, is you know, we talked about five things I'm learning. Me, Tommy Metter, what I'm learning as a parent. I'm in the midst of parenting right now with with uh, two kids, one twelve, one eight. So I'm I'm in the throes of it. And so we talked about what I'm learning right now. And uh, pops, you are on the the flip side. You have grandkids. Mm-hmm. You have raised your kids. They are out of the house. Uh, they are thriving in life. You have you have kids that are in ministry. Yeah. Uh, they're all serving the Lord. But, but then you have a couple of kids that are actually in vocational ministry, yeah. serving as 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 pastors and and school principals. Uh, Christian school, so you you've you 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 uh you've done well uh, by the grace of God. By God the has grace of you God, and Kelly, brother. and you've you've raised some great kids. And so I thought it'd be interesting uh, for you to have an opportunity. To say, okay, we listen to what Pastor Tommy is learning right now, mm-hmm. but let's talk about what Pastor Trey on the flip side has learned about parenting. And you're going to give us today all kinds of golden nuggets of wisdom because because you've done it and done it well. And so you're going to give us all the tricks of the trade. And, and because of today's episode, we're all going to be better parents because of you. Well, <laughs> right. we can only hope. We can hope. We'll see how it and works I, out. But, but in all seriousness, I do want to give a huge shout out to my wife. Uh, she was so good about reining me in when I needed to be reined yeah, in, you know, yeah. and, and reminding me, uh, I think I've told this story, but one time, you know, I was so proud of myself because I was keeping my promises to the church and, and I said something proudly, you know, well, I keep my promises, to, uh, you know, I'm a promise keeper and we'd just been to promise keepers. I was so proud. And she yeah. says, yeah, to everybody, but your family. Oh, oh so, oh, uh, oh, oh, you oh. know, that was a wake up call yeah, for me. I guess that would and be a wake up call. So, uh, and PK did have a big part of that promise keepers for those that yeah. know was a men's men's, mm-hmm. men's thing that mm-hmm. we did years ago now. And, mm-hmm. uh, it was, it was a big part of us being accountable to each other as, as, as me as a pastor and my, to my men in my church and other things. Yeah. Well, I have this, uh, attitude this i don't know how to say it i i I tend to want to uh, irritate people it's fun for me to do that it really is fun you are an irritating man this is so uh anyway the scripture that kelly has used with me constantly is colossians 321 fathers do not exasperate i i slash irritate i know that's not the word but (laughs) exasperate your children so they won't become discouraged Mm. so i had to learn how to be I was good at discipline. I wasn't as good at the grace part and the love yeah, part. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I learned over the years to, and we're going to talk about that in a minute. I'm getting ahead of myself, but I learned to be more loving yeah. and uh, to love as hard as I disciplined or mm. harder even so. Um, so th- that was that was good for us. Uh, and Kelly could, could call me on that because I told her to. You know, yeah. I said, please call me on this when I'm overboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I did want them to be men, especially my boys. They were the first right, two, so right. I did want them to be men. And you know, us men, we we love each other by irritating each other. I mean, that's just <laughs> part of what we do. We, 
you know, we hit on each other, we run each other down. And that yeah. tell, that's that's us saying, that's, I love you lots, that's man. Right. That's right. Uh, when, so, when you're dogging out another guy, that's just that's your way of saying, I love you. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, and which is so, terrible, but that's the way it is. <laughs> so I wanted my boys to be, you know, that kind of, those kind of guys that understood that. So anyway, um, so with that in mind, that's kind of how I, I decided, okay, what did we do then to, what did I do? in my life to say, okay, this is what I want to do to raise my boys and my girls to, to be who they need to be okay. in Jesus. So we're talking about for you, what you, you got here are just some things that you learned and some, some, some ways to avoid some parenting pitfalls, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So five ways to avoid some parenting pitfalls from Pastor Trey's perspective. He's going to give us all the golden nuggets of wisdom. And the first one was this, a spend time together. It all counts. Do things they like as well. What yeah. do you mean by that? Yeah. What I mean is, is that, uh, I like to spend time with my kids yeah. uh, when it was on my time, and mm-hmm. I did. I would bring Ivy with me, especially as a, a young, young, young little boy. Uh, we would go. He would even go visitation with me, hospital, oh, really? and all kind of things. We would go down. He would. I would teach him to pray for people. Yeah, and uh, all those things. We would go. We would go to homes, not all the time, but it, we did do that. Um, even when I worked in the secular world, I would bring him to work with me, mm. and. Uh, with the idea that he would go, because I was a traveling salesman, so I wouldn't go into the office. We would be out doing work out there, and uh, I actually lost him at a car dealership one time because oh, of that. that's not good. He decided to get out of the car. Uh, I was said, "Hold on one second, I'll be right back." But anyway, there are there are risks, so just be careful. But you know, I found out that we we need to spend time together, and it's not always my stuff. Yeah. You know, I, I think. I think, well, I'm spending time, I'm telling him to do this. Sit down, watch NASCAR with me, sit down, watch football with me, whatever it was, or go to the race or go to the game or whatever. Um, But it was so much more than that. You know, I had to, if they like video games, guess what I did? I was in their video, in their room, playing Mm, video games with them on the floor, yelling and screaming because I didn't do it right. And they were trying to teach me. Mm. Of course, they were much better than me. Uh, but you know, just doing those kind of things that they liked, I would go to their, they had, they started a little band yeah. and they would be mad that I said little, but anyway, they started a band. <laughs> and so I would go to this, these band places, band venues that I had no desire to be at mm, mm. just to listen to them and That's to be right. a part and That's support right. them and scream and holler and raise my fist and all the stuff you're supposed to do, you know, as this old guy at these, all these 19, 18 year olds. And, but those kind of things that they enjoyed doing, I felt like I needed to be a part of their life as much as they were a part of mine, yeah, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. So, um, and then of course we spent the time we always had, uh, the other time we spent was at dinner table. We spent a lot of time at the dinner table. We always came to the dinner table every, every single night. Mm. There was no excuse not to be there. If right. you know, we would, we would schedule our dinner table and everything was scheduled around that. Uh, Sunday mornings, uh, Sundays, excuse me, was also a day. It was just Sunday. Yeah. And it was a time for our family or uh, our church. That was those are the two yeah. things we did. Um, they would say, "Dad, can I?" And they always the answer was, "Sorry, son, we got something nope. planned. Yeah. Yeah. We got something planned." Mm. So that that's kind of the first thing we we I felt like uh, the more time I spent with them, yeah. the better I was able to affect their lives right. and bring that's bring right. them up as they. And that's I want right. them to be that as well to their that's children. That's right. So just that time is so important. And number two, let boys be boys and girls be girls because you have both. I have just boys, but you. You got them. Yeah. You got all. 
Yeah, we got uh, boys and girls, and so it was a transition to go from the boys to the girls. Because you had your two boys first, and then your daughters. Yeah, and uh, that comes, I'm going to talk about what the, the transition, how that worked in a minute, but uh, so when my boys were growing up, you know, when Ivy was one year old, I decided to give him a, it's a big joke in our family, a football radio. I don't know why. A football radio. It was a, it was a football, and it sat oh, on a, a radio tee. that was shaped like a football. Yeah, and yeah. you could cut it I remember it those. I remember those. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, I, and Kelly says, what is he going to do with a football at one year? I said, I just want him to have, I want him to have a football when he's young. (laughs) And so, uh, anyway, we, you know, from the very beginning, we played sports, we played hard. We did uh, all kinds of things. Boy things, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, we did, we did baseball, football. We, we did uh, go-kart racing. Mm-hmm. I made sure that the boys were always, you know, doing those kind of boy things that they love. I mean, they love doing. We went to NASCAR together. we mm-hmm. go camping together. Mm-hmm. All the RAs things. I was uh, at my seminary church. I was the RA leader. Yeah, that, if you don't know what RAs is, Royal Ambassadors yeah. was real big back in the olden days. Uh, from, it was a, really, a, a, I guess, kind of a boys' club in yeah, the church, right? Very similar yeah, to Boy yeah. Scouts sort of thing with That's Bible right. Bible right. put into That's it. Right. Um, and we did Pinewood Derby. Oh, my heavens. We spent hours in Pinewood that. Derby yeah. and racing those things. Mm-hmm. And the, the boy things that the boys like doing. And, you know, then, of course, it came to we would race each other and we'd run, you know, I'd tackle them. And, you know, I wanted, I'd give them what I call noogies. I'd hold them on the head and I'd do that, yeah. you know, all the time and wanted them to be tough and rough. That's you know, right. that, that was the idea. But then I had to make the transition because then my daughter, Addie, was born. And girls are a little bit different. Yeah, girls are a little bit different. So I had to start enjoying dolls. <laughs> you you look like a doll guy. Uh, it was, I had to start, start enjoying fashion and talking about <laughs> boots and shoes and, and clothes and, and uh, baking and yeah. cooking and all those things. Because, you know, their, their lives are just, they wanted to know daddy's approval as well. That's right. That's right. As a matter of fact, as a girl, I think girls want daddy's approval more even than boys yeah you know they really want that opportunity so i, I tried to spend a lot of time doing those kind of things you know yeah. i'd tell them how beautiful they were and how beautiful their hair was and i i you know i'd, I'd brush their hair for them and you know just those kind of things that put me into their world now i was a man so i couldn't go into all their world yeah. but i certainly could as much as and and, and i do want to say that they did do other stuff with it. they right, went to right. the football games they went to nascar and and go-kart racing and those kind of things but but I did want them to know. I mean, one time, okay, when uh, I can't remember what the movie, there was a series of movies came out, and, and so everybody was dressing weird, like futuristic people. So the girls dressed futuristic, and I dressed futuristic, and we went to the movie together. <laughs> you know, I mean, exactly. It's just, that yeah. was just, that's something weird, but yeah, they yeah. wanted to do it, and they and wanted me it. to go with yeah. them, and, and I did. And, uh, you know, people might have thought I was funny as an old guy doing that, but, you know, it's okay, because my girls loved it. Yeah. They loved it. Yeah. Um, so we we determined that we would do that. Now, the, the transition is this. I wrestled the boys. We had a big old mat. Mm-hmm. And on that mat, we would, we would wrestle. And, I mean, they would cry and scream. And Kelly said, you're, you're killing the children. You're killing mm-hmm. the children. And I'd give them noogies. And I'd, I'd hold them down and all these things. Well, Addie would stand on the side. And she could not stand it. She oh. would jump in the middle of it. Immediately get hurt. Immediately. I mean, within... Five seconds would get hurt, screaming hard, running yeah. out, and then she'd jump in again. And she, so this wrestling thing became a thing with our family, where we would get this big old, this big old cushion, and we'd just wrestle each other, and it was just like a free for all. Yeah. And so fine. the girls kind of wa- walked into the boys' lives, and the boys kind of walked into the girls' that's lives. That's good. So that's good. That's that was good. kind of our transition. Good, 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 good. Let boys be boys, and girls be girls. And number three, watch over their souls, both spiritually and emotionally. Yeah, we we felt like that. Uh, 
it was our responsibility as parents to watch over the souls. It wasn't just you go to church and you listen there and, you know, listen to what they say and I'm not going to do anything about it. And as a pastor, again, that's a temptation because you have built uh, a church to be a discipling church and you want them to get discipled at church, whether it's through their in our situation, we did a lot of discipling through our RAs and through our GAs, mm-hmm. um, but but uh, we wanted that to happen. Yeah. And so we had to say, okay, how then do we as parents pour into their lives mm-hmm. and say, okay, on a spiritual level, we want to be careful. We want to make sure that you're listening to the right things, that you're uh, that you're you, you make spiritual things important in your life. Mm-hmm. That and giving back to the reading thing. That, that's why the Bible was right. important. We had time with the Lord every single day. We almost, well, I shouldn't say, we never missed a day. What we did miss was Sundays because right. I felt like I was just overboard. Yeah, you know, right. we, we'd right. already done things. All day and-, and Wednesday night actually, actually as well, we didn't, we had a big, they had a big church on Wednesday night as well. So other than Wednesday and Sunday night, we had devotions every single night. We prayed mm. with them. We, mm. They would sing little, uh, Ivy, when he was young, would sing little songs to us, which yeah. was hilarious. Um in a good way. And uh, Ben would get up there and do that. And then Addie would have to join them. And, and then we would, after they would sing, we would, you know, have, have a scripture reading. I tried to make it short. You know, I never made it like this 80 minute thing. I wanted it to be short, succinct to the point. And we watched over them in that way. Spiritually, we also also watched over them on an emotional level. Yeah. And what I'm saying in a relationship level, we were very careful if ever, if they ever uh, spent the night out, we were very super careful. Yeah. Um, we actually had them, I said, I don't care what movie they're watching. You call me mm. because a movie can be rated G and it's still be a terrible movie. That's still, right. Exactly. Yeah. So I told, so they, and we had to bring, there was two times I remember we had to bring kids home. You know, we said, well, you're, you're just gonna have to come home because they wouldn't change the movie. I said, that's fine. So, you know, we watched over things when, when they got older, of course, we were very careful. We had dating standards. We wanted yeah. them to emotionally, we wanted to pour into their lives so that they didn't get their emotions. Right. Uh, right. Uh, over top of their spiritual life, if that mm-hmm. makes sense, mm-hmm. and say, oh, well, this this is how I feel, and that's what matters the most. So we poured a lot into, we poured a lot and spent a lot of time on who they would date and why they would date and who they were dating. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually read the book when it was popular, uh, I Kissed Dating Goodbye, which my son Ivy hates. I hate it too. Yeah. It really uh, messed up my dating life in college. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, <laughs> and we, again, that was, those are those are learning curves. Yeah, I think we we went overboard. Not that we didn't allow him to date, right, by the right, way, right. but we we wanted him to read the book. Um, so you know, even even when Addie was, uh, we I, I still have Addie's uh, dating standards that she wrote out for me before she started dating, mm, mm, and so mm. she had she listed all those things out that she would do, and then we held them to the account. Yeah on those things, mm, you know, so we felt like we were also not just their spiritual protectors, but we were their emotional protectors. And so we watched over them and cared for them. And we would, you know, bring the guys in. We would, you know, the, if, if they couldn't bring the guy into our house or bring the gal into our house, then, yeah, then, 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 then you know, I, I don't really feel comfortable. Mm. Then, okay, that's over. Mm. You know, it's not going to happen. Uh, one interesting thing, and this is kind of the beginnings of, of, of the social media craze that we have now, they have what they call ICQ. And it just I seek you, but it was I kind of a chat I, thing. Was that a chat? Thing? Yeah, yeah. I, I seek that. you, but okay. it was it was anyway. The point was is that Ivy had begun to like a girl on there. Oh, and would not talk to her, although he knew her from school. Would not talk to 
to her, but he would talk to her on ICQ. <laughs> and we said, that's just not going to happen. Yeah, I said, relationships work. Yeah, that's not how you emotionally deal with relationships yeah. is all online. So we were strict, again, from the very beginning, we were very strict about that. So those are just some things that we did. And, and as, as, again, it wasn't as far along as they are today. Yeah. Ivy is super strict. Ben is super strict. Uh, uh, my girls' kids aren't old enough yet, but they're both super strict on their kids about what kind of uh, what they do online. Yeah, you, know? you have to be. Yeah, group chats are completely out. Yeah, you right. know, um, if if they can sit there and watch the computer, what their kids chatting with, they'll do that. But they're just super strict, yeah. and I think you just have to be. So, you know, we have to make decisions based on what's happening today. That's right. So. That's right. That's right. So we watched over the souls, both emotionally and spiritually, and um, I I hope it helped. So. Yeah, yeah, that's good, Trey. Number four, discipline hard, love harder. You began to talk about this a little earlier, but what do you mean discipline hard and love harder? Well, I was I I have always been a good disciplinarian, and that doesn't always mean spanking. Yeah. Uh, when you discipline a child, occasionally it does, and we tried to keep that to a minimum. We didn't spank for everything. Mm. Um, Ivy says <laughs> one of his things is. Dad, I just want to know what you do when your kids leave your tools out in the rain. <laughs> That's one, one of his texts this past time. Um, so, you know, I didn't spank them. I, my boys left the tools out in the rain. Yeah, yeah. But what they had to do is either get them clean, you know, and get them night, right back where they were, put them back where they belonged. Or if they were ruined, which happened once or twice, they had to save up their money and buy me a there new tool. Go. There you go. It wasn't a spanking. It was just childish but there indiscretion. Was still consequence, right? Yeah, there was consequences, yeah. and I had to. I made a determination between childish indiscretion and between what I call rebellion, spit in the face rebellion. Yeah. Occasionally that did happen, and so you had to do some, you know, drastic things. I our, our drastic thing was we would paddle very, very, very careful in our discipline. Um, I never ever slapped the children. I never ever. Uh, did it out of emotion. I mm. would make them go to their room. They sat for 30 minutes. I calmed down. They calmed down. And then it became discipline for me as much as it was for them. Right. And we would, at the end, they had to come into my arms and say, Daddy, I'm sorry. Mm. And then we had to, we prayed and asked the Lord to forgive, you know, forgive us for what we did, rebellion yeah, against yeah. our parents. So, but, and that did happen. Um, but we wanted to make sure that we disciplined well uh, outside of just a, uh, a spanking. Um yeah. So what I determined, though, that when the discipline was over, it was over. Right, right, right. Okay, I didn't say, okay, you've been a bad boy today. This is what I'm going to do. You're, you're not going to go out for two hours and then hold it against them the rest of That's the day because right. they That's were right. bad at the beginning it's of the done. day. When it's done, it's done. Yeah, and it was, it was this idea that, you know, the, the price has been paid. Yeah. I, was, I, wanted, I would tell them, you know, I would point them to Jesus, that Jesus paid our sin, paid for our sin, you know, and judgment has been paid, and then the price has been paid. You've, you've paid the judgment now. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. We're going to have fun the rest of the day. Yeah. And then we would have a blast. The yeah. rest, it wasn't, I never held it over their heads. Um, I never said, you are a bad boy and da, 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 da. It, it was never that. It was always, or a bad girl. It was always, okay, how do we then say, I love you deeply? Mm-hmm. And I love my, this, this always gets to me. I love my children so mm-hmm. deeply. I yeah. mean, I just, I just never imagined that you could love somebody like you love That's a child. Right. That's right. And, um, Anyway, so that's what Kelly has helped me with is not to be, I was a good disciplinarian, but I would just kind of let it go. Now, so I said, I'm going to love even greater than I discipline. Mm. I'm going to be stronger in my love. So that's kind of what we did. Um, and uh, it, I, again, I, I hope it helped. Yeah. Uh, my kids say that they, you know, that uh, they have few complaints. They do have some. 
Um, and we, you know, they've learned from mistakes that we made. But anyway, that's that's mm. the fourth one. That's good. That's good. Finally, be who you are all the time. What do you mean by that, Pops? Well, um, we made a commitment as mom and dad to be mom and dad. Mm. Okay, so my kids knew that I was the same person, good or bad. Now yeah. I'm telling yeah. you that doesn't always mean good. That's right. I was the good. I was the same person at the house as I was in the pulpit. Yeah. Um, they didn't hear me uh, badmouth people mm. from the pulpit. Nor did they hear me badmouth people at That's home. That's good. That's good. Um, they didn't hear me um, uh, use language that I wouldn't use in with church people in the, in the pulpit. They didn't hear me do that uh, because I didn't. Um, they th- the way I acted, the way I responded to people, um, I didn't treat them somehow differently. And I wouldn't say you're in church. One of the things we really shied away from was you're in church. Um, you know, you've got to act yeah, a certain act way. the church way and then act the home way. Yeah, right. and I said, that, you know, uh, I mean, there were certain things. Don't run up and down the aisle during the worship service. <laughs> right. But, but I mean, you know, we didn't let them run around when we had company either, and we explained that to them. But anyway, the point was is that we, we took them and said, okay, Daddy is who he is. Daddy is not perfect, and I never claimed to be perfect. Mommy is who she is. Mama's not perfect. She never claimed to be perfect. But we're not going to be a different person in front of different people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ivy, one of the text messages Ivy sent me says, I saw a real consistency mm, in y'all's lives. That's good. That's good. You know, it wasn't a matter of, uh, well, that's, yeah, that's how daddy is in church. Now, when he gets home, he watches filthy things, speaks filthy, and yeah, acts, like an, acts like an idiot. Um, uh, so so that, that was kind of the idea. Even the way I treated them, they knew that they could come to my office at any time. And when they came to the office, I would... I, if I was in the middle of counseling, I said, you're going to have to wait, son. I'm in the middle of counseling. But there were some, sometimes I did. But most of the time, I'm just doing study or, you know, uh, uh, trying to do church things, uh, whatever I was doing. And they could knock on my – we had a back door to the office. Mm. They could knock on the door, and I'd open the door, and they would come in and hang out with me for a while and yeah. tell me their little thing they wanted. And I wanted them to know that just like they did that at home, they could do that at yeah, church. Yeah, accessible. Uh, yeah, very accessible. And so we, we always wanted to be that same – give them a consistent life. Uh, sometimes not so good. Sometimes, you know, it is messy. I will tell you this. And I think you said this in your, uh, your, uh, discussion, uh, that, you know, being parent, being a parent is hard stuff. It's one of yeah. the hardest things we've ever done. And it doesn't mean that it's easy and that it's somehow, uh, to be consistent. There, there were times that I had to, I had to be a, a break. I had to put a break on myself because I knew I was going beyond the boundaries of where I should be because I promised my kids that I would be the same. Yeah. I yeah. told them, I want you to have a daddy that's the same at church that he is at home. Yeah. And, um, anyway, so that, that helped, I think the kids see a consistency and I think that made them want to get in the ministry. That's I think right. they understood, yeah. well, you know, this is how we live. Yeah. I don't live this way because I'm a pastor. I live this way because you follow Christ. I follow yeah. Christ. Exactly. That's good. That's good. So those are some lessons that we learned. And yeah. I think it was, uh, you know, uh, not all. Kelly's probably going to hit me with three more when I get home, I'm and sure. that's okay. I'm sure. But uh, but these these are some of the big ones that kind of yeah. got us through and helped us to move our kids to where we thought they should be as followers of Christ and then eventually as serving the Lord throughout their lives. So that's, that's where good. we that's are. That's encouraging. Well, I, I know all of your children, and they are all – uh, wonderful and serving the Lord. And, you know, obviously, um, because of your commitment and Kelly's commitment to the Lord and because of the grace of Jesus Christ, y'all did well. Amen. 
And well, I, I know you're very thankful, thankful. for, for thankful. how God has graciously worked in the lives of your children. And so I think I think these are some nuggets of wisdom pops. And so I, I thank you for sharing these today. And I think this is it's an encouragement pleasure. to me um, as one who's in the midst of parenting. Yes. And I know this is going to be an encouragement to others as they listen as well. And so I hope today that as you've listened to this episode, it has been an encouragement to you. And if you have liked what you've heard, Go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you can have new content delivered to your device every single week. Leave us a five-star review. That helps us get word out about the podcast. And as always, we hope today's episode has helped you connect faith to life.